Welcome back to Scotland Talks, moving you from uncertainty to empowerment through the power of joy. I'm Ann Scotland, author, teacher, and founder of the Power of Joy Workshops, a program that cultivates emotional well-being for better business and for personal growth. You can check more about me on my website at annscotland.com and more about my workshops there as well and my new book, The Power of Joy. So I have with me today, Chris Booth or Christopher Booth, who uh, is the founder of the brand by Christopher. Um, Chris is a songwriter. He writes original piano music and I love his theme and motivation behind it because he creates music specifically for mental health awareness. So on a show where we talk so much about joy, I wanted to invite him in today to share with us more about what he does and the gift of music that he's bringing into the world and that I know has definitely touched my life. So welcome, Christopher. So happy to have you here today. Hello, Anne. Happy to be here too. How are you? I am good. I am good. I am. It's a sunny day and I have so much to be grateful for and just really looking forward to this and hearing some music later. <laughs> <laughs> music did I did I promise that to you or is that, uh, a, was that yeah I think it was a request oh. possibly oh, okay it, was, so. it wasn't in the contract I didn't see okay <laughs> entirely up to you yeah. okay um but um but let me know uh tell me a little bit more about what brought you to music first of all just in your own life like how did you get yeah. into music in the very beginning and what kind of music well, you know, I think for most kids, when you put an instrument in front of them, they're going to bang on it to a certain degree, but I banged a little bit more than most. And my mom, my mom was the one that, uh, that got me started on it. Uh, she, she offered, you know, said, do you want to take lessons? And I think I was six, six and a half, seven years old and said, yes. And, uh, away I went, you know, it was, it, I, I, my grandfather was a big, was really a big influence. He wasn't the one that took me to lessons, but he was the one that exposed me to classical music mm -hmm. and, it, that was such a powerful influence on me because I loved being with my grandpa growing up on the farm and, and just being out there. And um, he, it was with him everywhere he went. So be between my mom taking me to weekly lessons and then obviously having that influence of classical music, I was, it was just a big music household and mm. lots of lots of positivity with that. So that was that was how I got my start in it. Oh, that's amazing. That's so amazing. And clearly, um, just kind of fell in love with it as a kid then. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I tell a story often of how I would, I would literally as a eight, nine, 10 year old, be on the piano seven, eight hours a day. Wow. Eating meals there just just you know, it was an obsession almost but but in a healthy one because I you know, I loved what I did. I would have a I had a pet parakeet growing up that would that would come sit on my shoulder and then sit on the keys as I played and just you know my bird would listen to me and I'd play for my bird and eventually my mom and, and friends and family and so it was just something that I I got good at really quick because of the amount of time I put into it so you got your 10,000 hours by the time I, you were you know, you know 12 but, or yeah, much. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> I was gonna say eight but okay yeah 12 <laughs> maybe eight <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing well I know um the power of music has always been really important in my own life. Um, I grew up, I didn't grow up in a musical family at all. I mean, I had the, you know, traditional 
um, pre prerequisite <laughs> requisite piano lessons, I mm -hmm. guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I struggled. I was terrible at practicing, um, but I loved music. Um, I grew up in my family was involved in their church. And so there was a lot of music there and I got actively involved in that. And then later in high school and college, um, never mastered an in instrument, but loved to sing, you know, played a variety of, um, um, different things i played handbells for a year it's kind of crazy I did, stuff. choir chimes is that the did you do yeah, the, yes. mm -hmm. yeah i did that too yeah, yeah i had the, the top seven so i was always moving <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so it was fun and and just love music and i think you know i've always had some an introspective personality to a certain extent and um so just music was always there to kind of help me heal and reflect. And uh, if I, you know, if I wasn't relating to someone or you know, I was down, um, my go-to was one, my dog, that was like go-to number one. <laughs> and then my go-to number two was um, music, but not the traditional music that most kids and teens are drawn to. Um, it may have been partly because my parents had a very heavy influence on what we were allowed to listen to. So to be fair, um, but a lot of it was more in like this inspirational, motivational um, kind of music, classical music, um, a lot of, of, of feeling music with that could be happy, that could be sad, you know, you know, if I just wanted to sit in the dark and listen to Moonlight Sonata, it's a great, great sound for <laughs> teenage depression <laughs> i was just playing that piece right before i came on so <laughs> no yeah, way it's a great it's a great, it's a great song and yeah. oh yes it is such a wonderful song um so i just developed that appreciation and never really changed in fact i laugh because um i'm terrible at keeping up with contemporary music <laughs> and people ask, i'm like please don't make me play a trivia game when there's music involved because i will be completely useless to your team I'm, I'm that guy. I'm that guy when I'm watching Jeopardy and they say classical music and every one of those people miss the question. I'm over there answering every single like, one. I'm like, I need to be on Jeopardy, but that's really the category that I'd be good at. Right. The one category. It's like, yeah. if it was a Jeopardy team, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Right? So my, 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 my ideal Jeopardy is like classical music, opera, composers, things oh, like yeah. that, you know? Nice. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. Wonderful stuff. Um, yeah, so, so we share a lot of similar interests in the kind of music that brings us, um, you know, healing and happiness. Um, but you only got really started, uh, in your sort of the your professional career in the last, um, several years. So um, maybe a little longer. So take us through a little bit of your story. Yes. So the brand by Christopher was started in 2017 and that was started as a, a concept for me, because I was, you know, I had a period of time in my life where I, I had lost my mom in 2012. And that was a dark time for anybody that that really loses a loved one, especially a parent. And she was younger, she was only 59. So it was it was quite a shock when we lost her. And, you know, I kind of went into I would say a depression, you know, period of my time where I, I d detached from music, because music to me was so much attached to her because i would write music for my mom at nine ten years old when she had her episodes of depression mm. and it was a way of bringing her into my life um because she really did like that music and so she mm. would show up when i played and i really learned quickly that hey 
if if this makes mom come into my life, I can, I can do more and I can give her more and I can write more. And so it really fueled that energy and almost kind of like a, oh gosh, what's the word? Like, like a, a purpose to, to what I was doing, right? You know, there, there's, there's, there's a reason to write because it's bringing someone who I love into my life. And so, you know, I did that and, and she then encouraged it as I got older, you know, and then that's when I, I did write an, an album in 2001 titled Journeys and she helped me with that a lot. Um, I was only 18 years old, 17, 18 wow. years old when I, when I did that. And, um, you know, we would, I would go to malls and play and she'd sit there in the outside the food court and sell my CDs. And it was, it was a different time back then, you know, it was a different time. I mean, CDs, you know, right. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> um, so that, that's, you know, kind of was, was her involvement with, with me musically. So losing her was, there was a big detachment from that. And I didn't want to have anything to do with writing, playing, that sort of thing. It took about five years before I sat down at the piano again and decided to see what it, music, could, how I would feel about it. You know, at first it was first it was an experiment. It was like, well, let's see what happens. You know, how am I going to react? And I, I started realizing that music could be a form of therapy for me. And as I began to start to write songs and think about, hey, maybe I can get back into this. Um, the concept of a brand and the concept of writing for mental wellness really kind of takes shape and form. And so I was thought, well, you know, hey, I have come from a family that deals with mental illness and suffers with mental health challenges. Um, you know, what if I started writing some songs and put it on the internet, YouTube, you know, and, and let, you know, see what, it, see what that could do. And so I wrote three songs for mental health awareness in 2017. And it was, like I said, it was, it was for me first and foremost, but it was to help others. And the response I got was really, really positive. People kept saying, wow, you know, we want more of this. We love what you're doing. Can you give us meditation music, different things? And so from that spawned other projects, other ideas, um, you know, like I just mentioned a meditation series. I did a full piano album. Um, just released this year, actually. And so, you know, as it's grown, as the channel's grown, as my brand has grown a little bit, um, you know, I've, I've found more purpose from behind my music and it's given me a why to for, for doing it, not just for mm -hmm. me, because I firmly believe that you have to be in a good place first and foremost before you can go out and assist others. Because if you're not good, you're not going to do you're many not many people are going to benefit from that so uh i had to be good first and foremost and and i was able to get myself to a place where i felt comfortable sharing that and sharing my personal story through music because really everything i write is a part of my story and um you know it's people experience the music in their own ways that's the beauty of music as you just mentioned dan you know it's it's not about you know one person liking it everybody's gonna like this song it's what speaks to you musically and so if you're doing something for yourself whether it's my music or whether it's it's someone else's or something else it's being being aware enough to know that you're actually doing it for you and giving yourself that gift and and that that five minutes every day to be selfish mm -hmm. and that's what the, my brand is about promoting is about promoting that selfishness to for yourself because 
we need that. So um, that's kind of a little summary of kind of what, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, um, where it's come from. And, and, you know, as it continues to build, I hope to impact more and more people's lives positively through, through sound. Amazing. And I know you will. Um, I just love the intention you have behind the music. Um, I know many artists have intention behind their work uh, and musicians, but I feel like this is kind of, you know, a lot of people create a certain style of music and then they find the audience, um, kind of see who clicks with it. And I feel like your, yours is just a little more intentional which is you, you said, I'm creating a tool for mental wellness mm -hmm. and I've used it and I found how it works. And now I wanna share this with other people and I'm just gonna put it out there and hopefully draw in these people which are coming in because they're benefiting so much from it. And um, just sort of beautiful to have that, that giving mission as opposed to just I mean, all artists want to express, but um, not just for yourself, but it really expressing it in a way that's supporting others in their health and, and wellness and, and their joy. Uh, so I just think that's, that's really amazing that you do that. And um, I know that I'm one of those people who, you know, music speaks to me so deeply, but I'm also just one of these kind of type A hardworking personalities. <laughs> so I literally will forget to listen yes. to music and um <laughs> you, you know that feeling well <laughs> i think i think because well yes and no because i mean music music to me is so much up in my head mm, i'm true. hearing things all the time that that are just it's hard for people to understand exactly how how that process works but but actually turning on some music i think I think people ask me all the time, what, what, you know, are you, do you do music therapy? Kind of like, do you get people mm -hmm. in a room and play over them? And it's like, well, no, that, I mean, that, that, yes, people do that, but that's not what I'm doing. I think yeah. pe what people do daily, when you go and turn on that song and in the morning or in the shower or wherever mm -hmm. you're, wherever you're listening to your, your jam, you're doing a form of music therapy you're not aware of it. You're not sure. thinking about it, right? So what kind of the, to change it up a little bit, I'm saying, okay, start thinking about it. Be intentional about this mm -hmm. next five minutes of, what, of, of song, whatever you're listening to, whatever mm -hmm. it is. I don't care if it's rock and roll. I don't care yeah. if it's hip hop, classical, be intentional. If it's making you feel good, it's putting you into a good place. Now take mm -hmm. that energy, take that, that, that excitement, that, that you time, and go forth and conquer, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> if, if that makes sense. But, you know, I think music therapy is, is kind of a loose term because it's kind of like saying aromatherapy, you know, are yeah. you an aromatherapist? Well, no, we all just went to bed, bath and beyond and bought some, <laughs> some basic stuff and right. lit it off in our house. <laughs> you know, right. like a professional. So, yeah. You know, that's, that's sure. the, that's the, <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. I think that's so true because, um, uh, also there's something to be said for, you know, as a teacher and a coach myself intentionality, I talk a lot, work a lot with my clients and my workshops and one-on-ones with about around intentionality of like, it's just like physical health, right? Mm -hmm. Like what you're feeding into your body 
you know, what kind of food you're eating, what kind of beverages you're drinking on a regular basis, what's the focus? And is that something that's going to make you feel overall healthier and happier and more alert and music too? You know, I think we're so used to music in the background that we, you know, and for some people, or, you know, we just walk into stores and then we kind of forget, you know, what kind of impact is this having, you know, over a long term? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll make you think about it differently too, because a lot of people think, well, they turn on music. I'm going to feel good. Right. There's a, and this is myself included. There's a good percentage of people out there that turn on music to release emotion, Mm -hmm. to release, to, to be, to heal. Right. And that's what I did. Um, it wasn't all the songs I wrote were not from a place of joy. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a place of place of darkness, place of Mm -hmm. sorrow. Now the sound that may come through to the listener that doesn't know my story may sound beautiful and peaceful and harmonious, but that's what makes music an individual experience because what I hear and what I, what I feel into a song doesn't make that what you're going to hear and feel as well. It's, it's very individual. And so, you know, a lot of people listen, you hear, you hear, if you've ever been to a symphony, right, you know, you're listening to a, a masterwork of Beethoven and you sit there and you allow the tears just to flow, right? It, it's that joy that's coming from within or maybe healing or maybe something that's reminded you of a, of a past trauma that it's allowing you to move forward and move beyond that, right? And that's, and that's I think, another powerful side of music that a lot of people don't think about actively every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I offer that kind of as a, as a something to think about as well when, when, yeah. when you do your music therapy or, you know, something to get your day going as well. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, um, it's sort of like art appreciation, right? (laughs) I mean, you know, if if you're being told, well, this is how this is supposed to make you feel, then you kind of art has lost its, its intention. Occasionally there's a very specific message, but for anything that's subjective, which I think music can be, of course, um, is its beauty to it that it can, it makes it personal. You can only take away what you see, what you find, what you hear. Um, mm-hmm. That's what you end up taking away with you. And um, which is really beautiful because then it's, it's like it's customized for you, even though it wasn't necessarily written for you personally, um, but it makes that difference. It makes that, that impact. Um, but therein and, lies the joy. Yeah. And therein lies the joy, right? Mm-hmm. Um I'm, I'm in one of my workshops right now. I do the power of joy workshops and um, the group that I'm working in this month, uh, we're working on this right now, which is, you know, we go through a variety of different things. You know, what is joy? What's the difference between joy and happiness? Um, you know, how do you lose joy or what are the things stealing your joy? I call them joy thieves. <laughs> um, and then this week we're working on how to connect to your joy. Um, and music for me is one of those, you know, finding the things in your life that make you feel in your best self, that make you feel well, that make you feel grounded. Um, because for me, joy and the way I teach around that, around joy is that Uh, your life can be bumpy, but your joy can be holding you up underneath. It's not so much like Mm -hmm. traditional happiness that we hear of from media and advertising, which is, well, if you have the right money and the right house and the right significant other and this and that, you know, then you might be happy. We kind of have have poisoned that word a little bit. That's, I was, I was trying to think of kind of, you, you kind of challenged me there and, 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 
bringing that up. And I, I just was thinking as you were explaining that, yeah, happiness to me is, or happiness can be like, Hey, I got the new iPhone today. I'm really happy because I got the <laughs> yeah, iPhone. Right. But a year from now, when the battery is going dead, you're not so happy anymore. Or, you know, but yeah. joy, joy is something that for me, like music, that's doesn't, that doesn't go down over time or I'm, I'm less enthusiastic tomorrow because whatever I'm, I'm just as excited to listen to a symphony tomorrow as I am was 10 years ago. Right. Or, or for instance, my daughter, right. Mm -hmm. She brings me joy. You know, I'm not more tired of her now because she's a year old, you know, she's, <laughs> she's just as exciting and I'm more excited to watch her grow and, 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 and stuff. So that, yeah, I mean, that's, I think yeah. me, that's, that's kind of how I think of it. That's amazing. And yeah, it's so foundational. I, I describing yeah. mean, there's many people have used this metaphor for different things, but you know, if you think, if you talk of it, um, like a lake right out in the mountains, there's going to be wind, there's going to be storms. Some days you're totally still. Some days you have little ripples, there's a little breeze. Some days you have an all out crazy storm. There's big waves beating on the beach. And that's sort of, that's sort of in our, that's sort of our um, super conscious. That's our conscious. I rephrase that our conscious mode, the little ill irritations, you know, the bill that didn't get paid, the problems that you're having interpersonal issues, work challenges like these are the little waves that are in many ways inevitable to life like you might be able to minimize some of your storms with intention but they're always going to be waves but what's underneath is the lake the lake always stays the same it's the same water it's always there and to me that's the joy on the surface you might have a really happy day and, and another day you might um have a loss or something very traumatic that happens mm -hmm. but what having the joy deeper joy and the kind of joy that you know I experienced from your music it's that buoy that kind of holds you up it's sort of like in the end I'm still okay and I have this support underneath me and what that does is you don't feel you don't crash as low because you know you have sort of that system so bringing the pieces of that into your life that you can count on when you do have those storms is tremendously important to recognize. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's, um, you know, I think there's a lot of to be said when you talk about the, the waves and, and going up and down because there's that up and down in people's lives. But <laughs> when, you, when you see people that are, 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 what do you call chaos in their lives, their ups are really high mm -hmm. and their lows are really low. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, to have a well-balanced life, you want to minimize, you know, have not have those ups as up and those lows as you kind of have more of a balance going, going through your life. Yes, you're going to have those waves, but how high are those waves going and how fast are you coming down off of them is, is the yes, question. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's so, so true. And I can say from my own experience and working on myself and working with my clients, I have seen tremendous changes in how, in how the waves happen. Uh, you know, someone who, um, who starts practicing mental wellness, supporting their mental wellness with the right people, with the right tools, celebrating joy, you know, bringing the things like music into their life that really support them. Some people it's pets, you know, that's one of mine, um, you know, having those, building those pieces. And then I see people now, they might not be, have been clinically ill, 
Um, but people who tend to kind of stumble into depression or anxiety, like it's always kind of coming and going and it's not, it doesn't, um, take them to a standstill. It's not to that level, but just the kind that we all get, um, every day, but they come from where there'll be, um, you know, they used to get down for a week or two, you know, or, and now it's like a day or two. And then as time goes on, then it's, you know, few hours and they're able to pop out. And what's really exciting and joyful about that is they start being able to trust themselves. They start realizing I am going to pop out, you know, my joy, my well-being, whatever you want to call that underneath. I, I can pop out. I can learn to trust it. It's there for me, you know, and I just need to use the tools that will help me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're right. I think I think there too, there's a lot of people out there, especially with what we went through last year in 2020, <sighs> part part of this year as well. I think there's a lot more people experiencing anxieties, <clears throat> um, things that that probably are a little scary because they you've a lot of people have never experienced that. Yeah. You know, if if mm-hmm. you're if you're not someone that has dealt in men, de- dealt with a mental illness or mental health issues in your life to a certain extent. And you're now starting to feel anxiety and things, depression, even, um, you don't know what, I mean, what do you do? I mean, you, all I know, I mean, I, I grew up around it, but I've talked to lots of people that, that haven't. And their, their, their thing is when you talk about mental illness or wellness or whatever you want to talk about with them is they, they kind of deflect and talk about someone they know from a distance. <laughs> oh, I went to a, I went with, went to school with someone that, that had this and right. you no, know, it's kind of a, let's not talk about that. Cause that's yucky. And we don't want to, we don't want to go there, but we're all, we all deal with that. Yes. And, and now we're dealing with it more. Um, mm-hmm. So, so let it, let, let us talk about it. Right. Let us bring yeah. that up because that's the way we're going to overcome those waves and those and those um, hurdles that are going to be coming into our lives that we don't expect, you know. And yeah, absolutely. And and music being such an important part, and you know, during this time when so many people have had a lot of isolation, one thing that they still always had available to them was music. So if mm-hmm. they knew how to use that as a tool to support them, um, and like you said earlier, I love it when you said, you know, even if that's just um, you know, five minutes in the morning or 10 minutes while you're getting ready, or it doesn't, not everybody wants to do a full out, you know, hour meditation with, you know, music, although that's my bliss. I love meditating to music, yeah. but, um, uh, but even just a few minutes kind of setting the tone for your day. But getting to an hour of meditation takes discipline. Takes oh time, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you can be that 1% that's just naturally passionate and falls falls in. But for most people, it's like anything, it's like exercise, right? I, you don't go out and run a five minute mile on day one. You have to work many, 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 many years and probably yeah. have a little bit of talent to boot. Right. So, so in meditating, meditation is very much an exercise and in, 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 in a, a discipline in that way. And so if you're, if you're able to do five and then maybe do oh, 10 yeah. and, and, and it take, this is, this may be a bad metaphor, but it's, it's the whole music, it's the whole piano music, piano lesson thing that I hear so many times in my, in my field, because I'll sit down and play for someone in their home or out and about wherever. And people will come up to me all the time and just say, oh, I used to take piano lessons. And I'd be like, why don't you play anymore? Well, I want to, I just haven't got back into it and I quit. Well, I quit right there. I quit. Well, 
were, maybe you weren't passionate enough about it. Maybe it was a chore for you. Maybe your mom made you do it. Yep. Maybe there's a reason you dislike this. And it's the same thing with meditation. I mean, people do that all the, you know, say, mm -hmm. oh, I used to do meditation. I used to have some sort of a mindfulness practice. Well, why don't you anymore? Mm -hmm. Well, because you were, you were starting off with 30 minute, 45 minute hour long sessions and it became a chore for you and not something that you enjoyed doing. Yeah. That's yeah. You have to do something that you enjoy. And if five minutes gets you joy out of something, whether it's meditating, a walk, uh, anything, it's success and it's something you can feel good about, right? Rather than going, man, 30 minutes is a long time. I don't know if I want to do that. Then don't do it because it's not going to be fun. You're going to quit. And I think too, um, when I speak of meditation too, there's quite a loose set of interpretations around that, mm. which, what that means. Yeah. Um, I understand, you know, there, there's people and practices that have divided their, devoted their entire life to this subject alone. So, but I try to speak more to what hopefully more people can relate to. Um, and to me, meditation is whatever puts you in your bliss. Um, it doesn't even have to be perfect bliss. Just, you know, if that means, you know, some days I might be able to, you know, lay back in my chair with my favorite fuzzy blanket and put in some kind of music that speaks to me and just close my eyes and listen for an hour. And it's effortless mm -hmm. because it's just like, I'm in the music. I am the music. It's just, you know, and, and that's for me as much, if not more, um, benefit of say a silent hour of meditation, which is much more of a practice and can be much more of a specifically spiritual practice. Yeah. But if you're just doing something that brings you joy and that, you know, when you've done it, you feel better when you've done it, you feel more connected. Then that's, that's, that's what you're set out to accomplish. And it's really accomplished the right thing. Well, a lot so. of people, a lot of people have that, that image in their head of, of the yoga pose, the arm going on right? like five minutes sitting here at the piano is, is meditation enough for me. I mean, so yeah, there you go. You know, Perfect. Yeah, exactly. It's like diets. No one diet fits yeah. all. Sorry, yeah. whoever thinks that. My apologies. It does, <laughs> it does not. There's too many different kinds of people, too many life scenarios, too many, you know, biologically and inherited issues. Like it just isn't. So instead of feeling like you're failing at someone else's prescribed diet, find what works for you. And the same is for meditation or music or just you know, finding your joy, if nothing else. Um, yeah. Well, we're running out of time. So I want to, okay. but I don't, I wanted to find out if you wanted to play something today or not. And if not, we'll send people I, to you. I would be happy to. Um, I, we are over Zoom. So I hope the quality is, is acceptable. I'll play okay. a little co chord here. Let me know how that sounds. Yeah. It's very nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll play a song, um, a short song called Mirrors. Uh, I wrote for in dedication, memory of my mom, um, but it's, um, I, I think it's a, a beautiful piece. So hopefully you enjoy that. Lovely. Well. Thank you.
thank you oh that was so beautiful um i could just feel the love with which you wrote it it comes through you know i'm sure in my own takeaway my own experience but you can just feel that that sense of connection and devotion and um love and compassion which is so beautiful so thank you so much for sharing that it's oh, such a pleasure, treat <laughs> such a treat for um all my viewers too so uh tell me what is the best place for people to um find you check out your music get in touch with you uh go ahead and share that with us yeah if it, to listen to the music um it's all free on the youtube channel youtube.com slash by christopher uh if you want to get in touch with me um you can find me on Instagram um, at Awaken Music Productions, or you can email me at Awaken Music Productions at gmail.com. So. Perfect. Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm sure people will. And um, I know sometimes you're on Clubhouse and you give yeah. little treats of music there. So um, yeah, check him out and check out his feed on Instagram too and kind of find out where he is and what he's doing. Um, well, thank you so much, Christopher, for being here today. It's been such a special treat. Um, I can't wait to share this with everybody. So um, yeah, any final thoughts to leave people about music and Oh, boy, you know, I just, I appreciate you having me on and getting to chat with you. This is fun. Um, I love talking about music, but um, <laughs> you know, I think, I think like, like I said before, the, the one thing I think you can do for yourself every single day is do something for you. You can, fill, you can fill in the blank yourself, but do something for you. So. Do something for you. So thanks again, Anne. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. So everybody do something for you. Find your joy. Um, you can find out more about Christopher. He just gave you his information. You can find about more about me on my website, annscotland.com, or check out my feeds on Twitter and Instagram at annscotland. Um, if you'd like to know more about the work I do, you can check out my workshops on my website. I do the Power of Joy workshops and um, for a really special experience, whether it's to up your business game or to just increase your own personal well-being in life, check that out. Also, um, check out my brand new book. Also on the website um, is um, Live for Joy. My brand new book, Live for Joy, is for sale now on Barnes & Noble. So check that out on the website or you can go directly to the book, uh, which is liveforjoybook.com. Thank you all for being with us today. Um, may your day be filled with joy and I'll see you again next week. <laughs>